Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning everybody and just lovely to be with you again this morning. That's amazing. Um, two in a row is always fun and uh, just lovely to share this morning prayer with you. And I'll wait a minute or two. Oh, morning Deirdre, lovely to see you. And lovely to see you, Don, as well. Good morning. That's great. I'm just going to share with my usual group of people I share with. I'm praying that um, one or two may suddenly decide to log in and hear a bit more about Jesus. So that would be lovely. Morning, Leslie. Lovely to see you, too. Um, I had a haircut yesterday, so I'm not quite as bushy as I was yesterday. And uh, very happy about that too, because it gets very hot under all this fuzzy stuff. So let's um, start our morning prayer from St. Thomas's, Fair Oak, Horton Heath and the world, I always put, because I think it's just a great opportunity for people to join us wherever they are. And that is the amazing thing about the internet. It's just a great blessing. It's a curse, but it's also a great blessing. So praise God for that. And I'm Julie Winyard, and I'm Mark Winyard's mum. And I'm looking forward to seeing him. He's coming to visit um, with the family on Thursday. And I spoke to him on the phone yesterday, and I said, when can I come and visit you and meet all these lovely people I've been meeting with virtually for the last 18 months? And he said, oh, we'll have to look at our social calendar. So I think it's going to be late in September, but hopefully that will work out. And it'd be great to meet everybody face to face. But in the meantime, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning, Roxanne. And good morning, Pauline. Lovely to see you too. One thing I've asked of the Lord this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And those are some lovely words to start off our morning prayer this morning. And the calls and responses. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. And don't we need God's strength for everything that we do every day, just to keep going. I'm thinking about doing some housework today, oh joy, um, in honour of Mark's visit. And <laughs> not that I don't do it other times, but uh, it just seems I look around me and there's a little bit of dust gathering, so I think it's a good time. But I really need God's strength just to keep positive 
and just not think of it as a nuisance to have to do it. So praise God for that. And here's our declaration of faith. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. And just say good morning to Jules, who's joined us as well. So that's lovely. Thank you. And uh, we've got our Bible readings for today, all of which are really amazing. And I've had some blessed Bible readings because there's so much joy in reading positive passages. I know we have to read the ones that are a bit more challenging as well, but these are particularly lovely this morning to encourage us. And the first one is Psalm 48. Now the designated verses are actually 9 to 14, but because it's such a lovely psalm, I thought I'd treat you to the whole thing and then you can go away and read it yourselves afterwards. But it's just a brilliant start to the day because it's recalling God's greatness and that is something I think when we're feeling a bit down or facing tasks we don't really want to do, thinking about God's greatness is helps to get us back on track. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise in the city of our God and his holy mountain beautiful in its loftiness the joy of the whole earth like the heights of Zaphon is Mount Zion the city of the great king God is in her citadels he has shown himself to be her fortress when the kings joined forces when they advanced together they saw her and were astonished or astounded even they fled in terror trembling seized them there pain like that of a woman in labor you destroyed them like ships of tarshish shattered by an east wind as we've heard so we've seen in the city of the lord almighty in the city of our god god makes her secure forever Within your temple, O God, we meditate on your unfailing love. Like your name, O God, your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Mount Zion rejoices. The villages of Judah are glad because of your judgments. Walk about Zion. Go round her. Count her towers. Consider well her ramparts, view her citadels that you may tell of them to the next generation. For this God is our God for ever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. My goodness, what an amazing promise is celebrated in this psalm. And it says in my Bible, the theme is God's presence is our joy, security and salvation. God is praised as the defender of Jerusalem, the holy city of the Jews, 
He is also our defender and guide forever. So we are going to be the new Jerusalem, of course. And the psalm itself is the is um, by the sons of Korah, temple assistants. A song, a psalm of the sons of Korah. And um, Jules and I are reading the Bible in one year, and I've, at the moment we're on Chronicles. And today, uh, or maybe it was yesterday, it was talking about the different jobs, I think it was yesterday, that the um, family of the Levites, the different branches of the Levite family, had within um not within the temple itself because it wasn't built at, the, at that time that was um in david's time as king of israel um but they had jobs with the tent where the ark was placed <coughs> and i remember reading about uh, the kohathites the sons of korah um and their particular jobs so clearly one of them is to sing wonderful songs so let's just think about what God is asking us to do today and to reflect on. Within your temple, O oh God, we meditate on your unfailing love. So let's put that as number one on our list today when we have a few moments to spare. Um, or we're sitting having a nice cup of coffee, which I'll be doing at some point this morning just to meditate on God's unfailing love. I think that's a wonderful thing. Dave came up with a, a nice idea um, on Monday about reading something and putting your name in place of the name that was there already. And I think this last, um, maybe this last sentence, for this God is my God forever and ever. He will be my guide even to the end. That's a really positive thing to dwell on and meditate on. It's not just in the distant times of the Old Testament and the sons of Korah, but right now God is my God. He's your God forever and ever and he'll be our guide even to the end. And I think that's just a fantastic thing to think about. So our second reading is from 1 Kings. And this is um, another amazing chapter, which I would do highly recommend that you look at. It's quite a long chapter, and I'm only going to read a short part of it. But it's 1 Kings chapter 7. Oh, sorry, chapter 8, not 1 Kings chapter 7. And it's where Solomon, um, when the ark is brought to the temple that Solomon has built. So rather than the tent of meeting or the tent that um, the people of Israel had all the years, years in the wilderness and then thereafter as they were fighting for and settling the land of Canaan, um, the ark is now moved into this glorious temple that Solomon has built for the Lord his God and our God of course too and this reading is part of um, his dedication to of the temple to the Lord 
and it's 1 Kings chapter 8 and it's verse, I'm going to start reading at verse 54, it just gives a little bit of introduction and go to verse 61, the end of verse 61. When Solomon had finished all these prayers and supplications to the Lord, he rose from before the altar of the Lord where he'd been kneeling with his hands spread out towards heaven. So there's an interesting one, isn't it? We are allowed to spread out our hands towards heaven. There's many precedents for it and this is just one of them and I love it. He stood and blessed the whole assembly of Israel in a loud voice, saying, Praise be to the Lord, who has given rest to his people Israel just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave through his servant Moses. May the Lord our God be with us as he was with our ancestors. May he never leave nor forsake us. May he turn our hearts to him to walk in obedience to him and keep the commands, decrees and laws he gave our ancestors. May these words of mine, which I've prayed before the Lord, be near to the Lord, our God, day and night, that he may uphold the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel according to each day's need, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God and that there is no other. And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God to live by his decrees and obey his commands as at this time. very inspiring and Solomon of course had asked for the gift of wisdom and God gave him wisdom I think that's a good gift for us all to pray for actually that gift of wisdom knowing what's right for us what's the right path to follow and with that gift of wisdom God also gave Solomon the ability to understand and just to praise him from the heart and I love it when it says, May he turn our hearts to him, to walk in obedience to him, and keep the commands, decrees, and laws he gave our ancestors. And I think just to ask God to help us to walk in obedience, because we certainly can't do it on our own, to be in obedience to what he expects from us. And <coughs> considering what Jesus asked us to do to love our neighbour as us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul and all our mind and all our strength as at the beginning of our service and to love our neighbours as ourselves and the real punchy one is to love our enemies and that as we know is, is the real challenge and then he says, and I think this is lovely as well, and may these words of mine, which I've prayed before the Lord, be near to the Lord our God day and night, 
that he may uphold the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel according to each day's need. And we know that Jesus is praying for us, each one of us, before God's presence, that we won't fall, that we won't fall into temptation, amongst no doubt many other things as well. So God, we are remembered before God every day, every moment, by Jesus. And the other thing I think which is lovely about this is as the people of God the people of Israel strayed many times from his presence, but he didn't forget them. The gifts and the call of God are irrevocable, Paul says in Romans. And that is something again to hold on to. When you're born again, you are born again. And Jesus is holding you. We stray, we do wrong, but Jesus brings us back always. Sometimes it takes a second or two to get our heads back in the right space. Sometimes it can take months or even years to bring us back, but he does. The gifts and the call of God are irrevocable, and he will bring Israel back to him, those that are of Israel, because we know we read again that not all who are in Israel are of Israel so not all are God's chosen people and we certainly don't know who they are and we just keep praying that God will bring many many more people to know him as Lord and Saviour and our final reading which is our New Testament reading and as I said I've been blessed with some really amazing ones today is the final exhortation of Paul at the end of Philippians. Philippians 4, verses 4 to 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So another exhortation similar to Solomon's, but Solomon, of course, is talking to God, asking him to keep his people close to him and turn their hearts to him. What Paul is giving us is the how-to, if you like, of, of living the Christian life and walking with God every day and being obedient to him. So the first thing he says is rejoice. 
So it's about being thankful. And again, going back to Psalm 48, thinking of all the things we have to be thankful for, starting with the character of God and his faithfulness. Not to be anxious about anything. Golly, there's a challenge for all of us. Um, it's so easy, isn't it, to wake up in the morning thinking about everything we've got to do and let that get in the way of our peace and our communion with God and our trust in Him and get anxious about things. They can be big things, they can be little things. But Paul tells us not to be anxious about everything. And then he gives us the way through the anxiety, through the difficulty, by prayer and petition in other words asking for something prayer maybe getting close to god having time for god spending time with him reflecting on who he is petition asking for ourselves and others thanksgiving there it comes again that praise element of our prayers and our daily lives should be a praise to God and we present our requests to God and God listens and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus so the peace of God if we leave the anxieties behind us and if we pray rejoice petition ask um, then our minds will be in peace. And that verse in um, Hebrews is one to reflect on as well, which is consider Jesus. Just two words, consider Jesus. And then um, I think it's trust. I'm not sure if it's the word trust, but I'd have to look it up. And enter into his rest. Well, it's believe, actually. Believe and enter into his rest. So God's rest and peace are the most precious things we know as Christians. We know his joy, we know his love, but his rest and peace in times of adversity, times of busyness, in anxious times, is what we need. And we just have to turn to him and believe. And we have to ask him to enable us to do that so it's kind of an amazing process within our relationship with God because without Jesus we are nothing and we can't do anything we have no strength on our own so that we need him to help us to believe and enter into his rest and then here's a good thing to do as we are ready to go to sleep tonight Whatever is true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Don't let ourselves get bogged down in the negative part of life, but let's think about those good things that God provides. And even if it's just looking around to the place that we live and praising God for the four walls around us and the fact that it's not falling down 
Um, I live in a very old cottage and there are bits that are a bit crumbly, so I'm always praying for those that they won't crumble. And if they do, I'll have the right person to help me come and put it right. Anyway, there we are. We're now going to have our time of prayer. And so please, please, please put your prayer requests into the chat. I've got um, several to be... Oh, I think we may have lost the... No, we haven't lost the internet. Um, several that we've been thinking about for a while now. But what I do want to do is just... And I'm sure it's going to come out the wrong way around for you. Oh, no, it isn't. It's coming the right way around. Um, book and Cake. We finished our book this Monday, and it's been a really lovely one to read by... Um, Pete Gregg on prayer and next term or in September starting on September the 13th at 7.30 and with the hopefully the Zoom link will go on to the website um, we're starting this book by Christy Wimber called Wholeness and the reason we've um, chosen, well we didn't know, I didn't know anything about this book but Bruce is reading it at the moment and thoroughly recommended it. Um, it's a book about healing, um, but it may not be quite uh, the version of healing that maybe we're used to. So it's a little bit of a challenge, I believe, to us, or it's going to be. So I do hope you'll come and join us. If you'd like to, you can get the book on Amazon. It's not expensive. And um, all we're asking is that people read the first two chapters so that we can start on chapter three when we start in September. So do come and join us. Everybody's welcome. It's ever so relaxed. There's no super intellectual conversations, as Jules will tell you. Uh, we just have fun reading and talking about our impressions of the chapter that we're focused on. And Bruce is going to lead us for uh, chapter three and then what we usually do is share it out between us for the rest. Those people that don't particularly want to do that don't have to because you know we all step up and say we'll give it a go. But do come and join us for that. So now moving into our time of prayer. Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much for being right here with us this morning because we are two or three, we're more than two or three, gathered together in your name. We know you're here, you're listening, you're upholding us with your prayers for each one of us to our Heavenly Father. We pray, Lord Jesus, that today our lives will be worthy of you, that you will forgive us our sins as we're going to pray later in the prayer you taught your disciples, that you'll lift us up and enable us to live this day to your praise and glory. And we ask that in Jesus' name. And we just long to bring before you right now those in the community of St. Tom's and beyond who have needs. And um, we have already got a prayer request, uh, two prayer requests. So. Um, We've got one from Leslie, so we'll start with this one for her daughter Lindsay and Ryan, who uh, got COVID when they were in Spain. How sad is that? They have had two uh, jabs, so praise God that prayerfully it didn't affect them too badly. But um, they're praying that the next test will be negative 
and that they'll be able to come home again um, from their holiday, which turned out maybe not to be quite so much of a holiday. So, Lord Jesus, we just lift Lindsay and Ryan to you right now. You know them. You know their situation. And you know that it was very sad that they got COVID while they were out on holiday. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will heal them rapidly and that that next test <coughs> that they take will come back negative. And we thank you, Lord, that you are a God of healing. And we praise you for healing Lindsay and Ryan and drawing them close to yourself in that process. We pray too for Lucinda, who's asked us to pray for her. We thank you for her, Lord. We praise you that she is your child and that she longs to draw closer to you and for her mind and her heart and her body and her spirit to be healed completely of whatever is concerning her, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are a God of mercy and a God of love, and we praise you that you will heal Lucinda. Thank you so much for her. You made her. She's unique, and you love her. We praise you for that. And we pray that you'll enable her to read the readings again and reflect on them and be greatly blessed in her mind and her spirit as well. And Lord Jesus, thinking of COVID, we do lift before you the Archer family in Israel. And we thank you so much for their ministry in what is a very, very difficult place for Christians because the Orthodox rabbis hate the gospel and hate the gospel being preached particularly amongst the Jewish people. We do pray, Lord Jesus, that you will protect the Archer family from COVID and that you will protect the young people that they've been ministering to, some of whom have come down with COVID. We pray that you will heal them rapidly, bless them, keep them and make your face to shine upon them, that the witness of the Archer family will be strong and that many in Israel both Jews and Gentiles will come to know Jesus as Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' name, Amen. We pray too, Lord Jesus, for healing for Bob Carkeet. We thank you so much for all that you've done for his eyesight already by um, preventing it from deteriorating further. And we thank you, Jesus, for his service. We thank you for blessing him and helping him to believe and enter into your rest. And we thank you, Jesus, that he has nothing to feel anxious about because you are with him and you are doing that work of healing in his eyes. Thank you, Lord. And we do bring before you, Lord Jesus, the terrible fires in Turkey and in other parts of the world, we pray that you'll enable the emergency services to bring those fires under control, that you'll provide for those who've been made homeless by the fires. We pray that you will give the politicians in these countries great compassion on their people. And we pray particularly for the president of Turkey, Erdogan, 
who is known to be particularly uncaring for his people, Lord Jesus, please convict him of sin, of righteousness and of judgment. Bring him to his knees for his country and his people and bring him into a living relationship with yourself as a huge witness in the country where Paul himself was born and lived for many years. Lord Jesus, deliver Turkey from the darkness of unbelief and bring people to know you as Lord and Saviour. And we lift those Christians there to you, that you will make their witness strong and very influential. We thank you, Jesus. We want to pray too for the Fountain Cafe and particularly for Flo. And we just praise you, Lord Jesus, for Flo. And we thank you that she's been getting out and about, delivering teas and coffees to many people. Uh, in the community of St. Tom's with the opportunity to chat about the church, about the gospel, about you, Lord. And we thank you for Jim Nicholson and Matt Nicholson and their family and all those who help with Flo and who will be helping with the Fountain Cafe. Thank you for that witness in the community. We do want to lift before you Chris Picard. We thank you so much that he's home now. And we praise you for complete healing for Chris, not just his body, but also his spirit, that he comes into a living relationship with yourself through Karen's witness, Lord, that you'll bless him and open his eyes, take the scales from his eyes, Lord, so he can see you and know that you love him and that you are his saviour. And Lord Jesus, we just want to lift to you anybody else that we know is, is having difficult times at the moment. We pray particularly for the catering industry, where so many people are either off, isolating or unwell, and the shortages of staff are putting huge pressures on the rest of the staff. We thank you and think particularly of my son John, who's a chef, and praise you for his witness in his workplace and pray that you'll bless him and strengthen him as he does yet another breakfast and lunch service for the many people who want to go and eat out in a very nice place. Lord, we thank you for all other Christians working in that industry, that you'll strengthen them, bless them and keep them safe from illness. In Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. And just to lift before God to the, uh, the Bible course that my friend Shirley and I are doing with two of the people who did the first Alpha that we ran, um, Christina and Jenny. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that as they prepare for the course the week on Thursday, that as they read your word, it will come to life. They will understand who you are and that they will just be so blessed by reading those verses and come with questions and things to say about those verses. And we ask this in Jesus' name. And we pray for the next lot of Alpha as well, that you'll bring those people that you want to come 
that you'll be preparing their hearts right now to hear the word, to hear your gospel. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that as we go about our day, help us to be a witness to you today, wherever we are, whatever we're doing. If, even if it's just a smile and uh, an encouraging word to those that we meet as we go for walk or whatever we're doing. Let's close our time of prayer with the Lord's Prayer. And as I did yesterday, I'm going to use the old version because I do like it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And here's our canticle. I hope we're, I don't think I've learned it. I've said it loads of times, but it hasn't stuck in my head quite yet. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me. Christ beside me on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield. Christ beside me, on my left and my right. And may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, lovely St. Tom's family, have a wonderful day. Enjoy the sunshine. I hope you've got sunshine there. We've got a bit of sunshine here. We don't know what the weather's going to do because it's very, very changeable at the moment. But praise God for a bit of sun to go and sit outside and drink some coffee before doing some housework. Oh, joy. Praise the Lord and have a great day, everyone. Judy's with us tomorrow, that would be lovely, um, and Danny on Friday, Bruce on Saturday. What a feast of lovely St. Tom's people to lead morning prayer. And then on Sunday, the usual service at 10.30. So praise God and see you next time. Bye.